Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano, and welcome to First Person Plural, a blog on Irish and American politics with a progressive slant. This is the True Center podcast, where I ramble for about 10 minutes on a given topic based on my theory that if we must represent political thought on a left-right axis, then the progressive approach is at the true center. Okay, well, this is called the uh, Cost of Living Coalition March. Um, my podcasts suddenly have become like buses in that I don't have any for ages and then two come along at once. Um, I did one just the other day. If you go back one in the feed, I talked about uh, how important it is to for the left to stay focused on issues, even ones that we think have been resolved, like repealing the Eighth Amendment, um, because the right is very organized and uh, they will they will never stop trying to uh, change things back to the way they were. And if we're not careful, take our eye off the ball, they will do that, like it's happening over in the States at the moment. Um, but, you know, I talk about that in that podcast. What what I want to talk about now is um, at the end of that last podcast, I spoke about a march that I was going to go on on Saturday. And it's now Sunday as I'm recording now. So obviously I've been on that march. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. How I have found out about it was I was bringing my seven-year-old daughter to school on Friday. And as, as I was leaving the school, there was a woman handing out flyers. Now, we don't usually take them, but I took this one just to see what it was. And it turned out it was about this march. And it was, uh, and it was the first I'd heard of this entity, which was called the Cost of Living Coalition. And basically, it's a group of um, organizations. I'm going to read them all out for you now. This is what it said on the flyer. All these organizations have come together to form this coalition. Access for All Ireland, ESB Retired Staff Association, National Homeless and Housing Coalition, Ireland Senior Citizens Parliament, the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, People Before Profit, RTE Retired Staff Association, Right to Change, Sinn Féin, Socialist Party, SPARC, the Rural Ireland Organization, UCD Students Union, Union of Students in Ireland, Unite Dublin Area Activist Committee, Unite Irish Life Branch, Thomas Pringle TD, Joan Collins TD, Catherine Connolly TD, Waterford Council of Trade Unions, Dublin Council of Trade Unions, Dublin Colleges Branch TUI. That's what it said. And uh, so I was interested in, in that group. Um, obviously, there's some there I, I would um, be interested in more than others. But uh, it, was, it was good to see that they'd come together and uh, were doing this march based on the, the cost of living. Because uh, what I realized was, I have a th as well as the seven-year-old daughter, I have a 13-year-old, and he was born in 2009. So basically, all he has known since he's been born in this country is austerity. Now, obviously, he doesn't know that himself because he's a kid. But that was the, just after, he was born just after the banking crisis. So since then, there was austerity, there was water charges, then there was COVID, um, all excuses um, to, to, to raise prices and to, uh, you know, basically not deal with things like housing crisis. And there was, there was always excuses for this, that, and the other. And um, the cost of living is going up and up and up. Uh, wages are not really going up with them. And uh, opportunities there for, for people to, to succeed and, and improve themselves um, just, just aren't there. While the, basically, while the rich stay rich. Um, so it's, you know, profits, profits haven't been ex affected really, but uh, prices are going up and we're told that there's nothing really to stop this. And um, this, this march was uh, designed to force the government to take more measures before the budget in October, uh, maybe have a mini budget now to just to make things a little easier for people coping with, um, with their price, the cost of living. Uh, but uh, on a broader thing, what interested me about this march was that um, 
all these different organizations were coming together because the problem I've had with the left in Ireland is that it's too fractured. It's always been so fractured. All these different organizations, uh, the, the right, like I said in the previous podcast, the right is organized. They're together. Um, Fianna Foyle, Fine Gael, centre-right, Fine Gael maybe a bit further right, but they, are, they, they can come together and, and uh, harness that vote um, for the for the private sector, for the corporations, uh, for, you know, to, to attract uh, investment from abroad, uh, measures which don't, you know, which may provide uh, jobs for for a certain amount of people, but in terms of um, focusing on things like income inequality for the country, don't get the job done. And it's the left that does this. It's the left that um, uh, concentrates on this. But because it's so fractured, it can't organize enough to win at the ballot box because you go when you go to make your decisions you got Fine Gael, you got Fianna Foyle, uh, and you know and all but all these other parties on the left they, they never come together in one and when I see cost of a name like cost of living coalition I would love to see them come together at election time and be called the cost of living coalition at election time so that to force the the, the pundits, the pol political pundits on RTE and all kind of forms of mainstream media to use that term again and again and again. I think that would attract voters just by the name cost of living coalition. You want to, you know, you want to, it's, it's just by in, the name itself. It's pledging to, um, to help people and bring down their costs. Uh, and it puts yourself right up against, and it by just by using that name, you're implying that everyone else that isn't in that coalition is part of an austerity coalition. And you could use that kind of language in your speak. We're the cost of living coalition. Everyone else, if you're not with us, you're in the austerity coalition. And and create the national discussion that way. Force the discussion that way. So that's what interested me. Okay, I went on a little bit more about that than I wanted to, but that's the point. So on Saturday. Um, I went into town with my wife, my 13-year-old, and my 7-year-old. We went into town. We went to the Garden of Remembrance where the, where the uh, uh, rally was to start. Um, there were speakers there to, at the start of the rally. There was Mary Lou McDonald and Richard Boyd Barrett. They were the two main kind of political figures there, representing obviously Sinn Féin and People Before Profit. Obviously, my leanings would be more towards People Before Profit. Um, than Sinn Féin, because uh, personally I believe Sinn Féin, they might campaign as a left-wing party, but I very much doubt they would govern as a left-wing party. Um, but that's for another day. This is about a coalition. This is about people coming together under the banner. Um, we, th so the march started. It went from the Garden of Remembrance down O'Connor Street and all the way down around uh, Dame Street um, in front of uh, Trinity College, then up around and eventually ended up at uh, Leinster House, where uh, Richard Boyd Barrett and a number of speakers um, you know, did a little sort of mini rally there. Now, there's different reports uh, since then. And when, when they have these rallies, there's always um, kind of haggling over the numbers, right? The the rally uh, themselves, they said we had thousands at the rally, but a lot of the newspapers, the uh, the Independent and RTE and stuff, they're reporting that there were hundreds. So there's hundreds, were there thousands? Uh, I think 
I think there was, there was definitely more than a thousand. I think thousands is a is a better description. But it didn't look like a massive crowd, okay? Especially when it came to the rally part. Uh, the crowd had really gone down at this stage. There was a lot of people marched, a lot of people joined. They were chanting things like, um, "Prices are rising, so are we," and things like that. There was good feel good factor about it. I was trying to. Um, make sure where, um, that we were stationed somewhere in the crowd. We were trying to get towards the people before profit banners. There was a good uh, presence of the uh, PBP banners there. We were trying to stay away from, there was a big aim to banner there. I'm not too happy being seen with them. Happy to march with them, but just, di uh, just didn't want to be with them because um, I don't particularly agree with, with their politics. But like I say, it was a coalition. It was about showing unity. Um, and the rally at the end, Richard Boyd Barrett gave a great speech. He started it, and he basically laid out what the thing was about. They want the government to take action now rather than wait until the budget in October when it'll be way too late. They want, uh, and they said that if they have, if they, there isn't action by then, there'll be another bigger march um, on October 1st. So they're trying to apply political pressure that way. Um, there were other speakers. The Socialist Party spoke. The Senior Citizens Parliament spoke. The USI. There was a homeless girl got up and spoke about herself. There's a guy from uh, SIP2. And, but we left. Uh, the, the kids, my seven-year-old in particular, was getting really, really bored and tired. And she was complaining and moaning and stuff. So uh, our plan was that when Mary Lou got up to speak, that's when we turned and go. Um, but it turned out she just, uh, the seven-year-old just got so tired that we just decided to leave a bit earlier. Um, but we, we got the full sense of the march. We got a full sense of what they're, what they're aiming for. Joan Collins, who's my own local, one of my own local TDs, she got up and spoke as well. She was good. She was talking about uh, demanding a minimum wage of 15 euro an hour instead of 11, which is what Leo Varadkar is promising. But as opposed to the specifics, like I say, my general observation of the whole um, event was that the left needs to be in a coalition. There's all these different, there's, there's unions, there's uh, people representing the poor, there's people representing, representing the elderly, all these different communities around Ireland. They need to come under the banner. And I like that word coalition. I'm just not 100% sure they're really coalescing or are they just there for what they specifically want for their own little constituencies. It's, it's a united front. There is no question that the left wing represents a much bigger amount of people, much larger amount of people. But I'm just wondering, are these people willing to get, are they actual voters willing to be active, willing to get out and march, willing to get out and vote, willing to, to vote for a change? Um, there, we came as close as we possibly could in 2020 to, to tipping the left-wing vote towards a left-wing government. Now, like I say, I've, I've, my doubts as to whether Sinn Féin would actually form a left-wing government uh, or govern as proper left-wing party, but um, what but what actually happened was there was just a, finally a crack in the duopoly of Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. Now, I know they ended up in government together anyway, but the fact that they went as a coalition is in itself a big move. But the next stage is to have an actual left-wing government. And I would love, like I say, I would love if this cost-of-living coalition would stay coalesced as a group and move together and agreed to go under the same banner at, an, at the next election, at a general election in the country to, 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 to formalize the vote so we could maybe um, go for a majority in the vote or at very least have a go for a significant opposition 
uh, in the Doyle to, to the, uh, the uh, so-called main parties. But anyway, you know, I'm glad I got out and I did something. I do want to do more. I wish there was a party I could, uh, or a group, one of those groups that I could join myself just to get more active and get more involved instead of just banging on into microphones and doing podcasts. I want to do more. But I just wanted to give a sense of, I still feel like I'm on the outside of this organization. I want to get in, get my hands dirty and get involved. I'm still not sure which way I want to go yet. I might be at the moment leaning towards people before profit, want to know a little bit more about them. But I just think it's important that we all get involved, we all get informed, we all uh, have a decent opinion about which way we want to vote instead of, uh, and not necessarily go by what the mainstream media is telling us. Okay, listen, that was another ramble. I went on a lot longer as usual than I wanted to, but um, that's, that's, that was my experience of the march anyway, and that's how I feel about it. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll be able to talk more and do more podcasts down the line about Irish politics. Okay, thanks again for listening. My name is Jeff Fagano. I am nothing. We are everything.